welcome to the first official episode of the Third Culture Podcast. It is your host, David Martin, and I am happy to be here today. I hope you're having a wonderful day wherever you are. Thank you for taking a few minutes to listen to this podcast. It'll be a few minutes. I want to give a brief profile of who I am and also about what the purpose is of this podcast. And at the end of the day, I want you to benefit from it, to learn, to be made aware of some really cool things. And we're going to tell stories on this podcast. I'm going to tell some of my stories. I'm going to have other people on here to tell their stories because we want to, you know, share what makes us, you know, life really is about telling stories. We don't often think about it that way, but the truth is, is that we're always telling stories, whether it's uh, verbally like I am now, or whether it's by the way we live or sharing our experiences with other, maybe teaching someone something that we've learned or learning from someone else. So much information is exchanged through stories and experiences that other people learn from are, are learned through storytelling. And that's something that's always fascinated me. You know, I grew up, I was born in Central America in the country of Honduras. So it's a third world country. And I was born there. And ever since I can remember, stories have always fascinated me. My parents uh, my father is from the United States and my mother is from Honduras. They've told me stories of their life, of how they grew up, how they met, and the stories of us as a, as a young family. And then later on, as my siblings came along, stories have been an integral part of, of who I am and the way I view the world. So anyway, I hope that this story helps you today. Hope you enjoy it. And just remember this, that you have a story too. At the end of the day, that's what this is about. I don't want you to just listen to me. This whole thing is about generating conversations. It's about sparking thoughts and ideas and discussing them, whether it's ideas about life, worldview, a life philosophy, the way we interact with others, relationships, all those things that the purpose of this podcast is for us to learn and to address issues that our world is facing, that you're facing, that I'm facing, and to learn from others who've been through different things. And as they tell their stories, we can learn from them and not only empathize, not only grow, but also help other people. Because as we learn, knowledge is power, as they say. So the whole point of this is learn. We're going to share. We're going to enjoy it. And we're going to go out there and change the world. So why call it the Third Culture Podcast? Well, it's certainly not the first time that someone has called a podcast that, that's for sure. <laughs> and it's certainly not a new term necessarily. But the, the term Third Culture, and this is the root of why I called it the Third Culture Podcast, is because uh, technically speaking, so the technical definition really is, is a person uh, or a child or even an adult who's raised in a culture other than their parents or the culture of the country of nationality. So your parents are from one country, maybe they moved or you were born there, but before you were old enough to uh, realize what was going on, you were uh, you moved to another country, right? And you spent a significant portion of your time there, your development time. So from when you were young, you know, one, two, three years old, whatever that looks like, and into a teenage years, maybe even early adulthood, which was in my case, I grew up in Central America. I was born there, and my parents moved to the United States uh, soon after I was born, a few months. We lived in the United States for uh, several years, and then when I was nine years old, I just turned nine years old, we moved back to Honduras uh, into the Central American region. And I spent the rest of my growing up there, 
until I was, uh, until about 2017. So I was about 23 years old when I left that. And of course, as I got older from about 18 and on, I traveled to the United States uh, back and forth and other countries as well. And there was, there was some going, there was some traveling involved, some international travel. And so that gave me, I wasn't just in Central America or just in Honduras. It gave me some exposures to the rest of the world. Uh, of course, we grew up reading about uh, all these crazy stories about uh, world travelers and explorers and all those things. And I was always fascinated by that. Very much outdoors oriented, uh, very much lived close to the earth. We, we farmed and we did a lot of different things. But anyway, I digress. That's off into other details. <laughs> but just giving you a little bit of an overview of why the concept of third culture has always fascinated me. So back to what is a third culture kid or third culture individual, TCK or a TCI? And this is, uh, these are some definitions coming off of uh, Google, uh, Wikipedia specifically. So anyway, but this is just a general definition of what a, a third culture kid is. And the truth is, is that uh, they grow up and uh, in, in a host culture, in a different culture, and that generates and we call it third culture because your parents are from one culture. They're moving to another culture. And as they integrate to that, their child is growing up. And the worldview that you develop as a child growing up in a second culture is a very distinct way. It's a, it's a hybrid. It's a mixture of the two cultures that you're coming from or that you're involved in. And it creates a third culture. So hence the third culture uh, name and definition. So now that we've defined in general terms what a TCK or a TCI is, I want to move away from the technical definition of that and go into a broader definition of what that is. And this is going, this is what links all of these details that I share with you now, a little bit of my story and background and the definition of a TCI in the technical sense the broader definition is what links all of that to the purpose of this podcast, the purpose of why I'm here today. So the broader definition of a TCI, and this is not something that I'm reading. This is simply something that I've come to a conclusion and it's very, very common sense, very straightforward. But if a TCK, a third culture kid, if his worldview his experience of coming from a culture, his parents integrating into another culture, and therefore he is raised in a hybrid of those two cultures, thereby creating a third culture. Hopefully you can follow that. Hope that explained that okay. And you have, therefore, the third culture kid. His worldview is considered third culture. Now, you don't have to grow up in that kind of context to experience those uh, perspectives and challenges that a hybrid cultural experience bring. So generally speaking, a third culture individual typically comes from you know, three or four backgrounds. Uh, military is one of those. So if you're, your parents were in the military, Obviously, you, you probably moved around a lot. I don't come from a military background, so I can't speak very well to that, although I have quite a few friends that are in the military or have been, and they've served or currently serving. Uh, their experience, uh, there's a lot of common ground there. So you have that side of the TCI 
experience. The other one or another way of doing that is government work. So maybe it's humanitarian work. Maybe it's uh, working as a diplomat. Maybe your parents were serving overseas in some form of governmental position, right? So again, that is a mixture of those cultures if you grew up in that. And thirdly, which is the, is the context that I grew up in is a, a missionary context. So hence the MK definition, the missionary kid definition that uh, we have as TCKs. And that's uh, very similar to sort of the governmental side of the third culture kid. And basically, we tried as missionaries, our parents were permanent missionaries, meaning we did not rotate into a country and rotate out for short periods of times. My parents sold everything they owned in the United States or nearly everything, most, you know, all their materials, things moved to Central America with the goal of staying there indefinitely, uh, which turned out to be permanently and something that they expected. And that is now home. So that is actually my home to some degree or other. And we'll talk about those those challenges of what is home. So if you want to listen to a future podcast about this, I'm going to have an episode on roots and what we call home and what home isn't to us as third culture individuals. But anyway, I digress again. Let's go back to this definition, right, of, of being a third culture individual. So if you've been involved in any of those three things, whether it's military, government, or missionary context, you have experienced that third culture perspective. <clears throat> the broader perspective is this. We live in a world that's globalized. International travel is extremely easy, right? It's not always cheap, that's for sure, but it is so much easier than it was decades ago, even a few years ago. Also within that world, sometimes if you live in a country like the United States, your job, your career may take you from one side of the country to another. And in a country as large as the United States, there are, there are many subcultures, right? So you may move from a Northeast culture in Pennsylvania, maybe, maybe up in Maine, for example, which is very different than the Deep South or even the West Coast culture, right? So you have those big differences and even, you know, so moving even within regions makes a significant impact on your experience, on your life experience, whether it's growing up or even just developing as a young adult. So going back to where I started on the broader definition of a third culture individual, sometimes those experiences of moving between regions of massive life changes, going from one group of friends to an entirely different group of friends a different age group, whatever your circumstance or experience has been. And that can generate just as much impact and challenging circumstances that as growing up in a hybrid culture context. So maybe you didn't grow up in another country speaking a different language, uh, trying to integrate and identify with a different culture, different people, different customs, language, all of those things. Maybe it's as simple as you lived in one state and then you moved to another and suddenly your life completely changed and you were in a different culture and you have what we call culture shock or going back to your host country, the country where your parents came from, which we refer to as reverse culture shock. 
So anyway, just a broader definition of a third culture individual, which brings us to this place that I have really found fascinating. A not not a physical place, but a more of a mental, emotional, and even a spiritual place where you consider as you move from point A to point B. And if I could just insert this here, I, I remember flying from Central America to somewhere in the United States, going to visit family or going back to the U.S. for a few months to work or, or to do a couple of different things, do some traveling. And oftentimes there is this in-between, there is this in-between space. It's this gray area where I'm leaving this place that's home. My immediate family is there. What I do for a living is there. All of what makes life, life. And I'm now going to a place where I also have maybe extended family, some form of connection, but it's not home. And I'm not entirely comfortable there. I can get accustomed to it. It takes a few weeks to get used to it. It takes a few months sometimes just to become comfortable in your own skin in this other place. But in between all of that, there's this space. And I don't know that you can really articulate what it is. I have yet to find someone who can. And that means that I also haven't really been successful at articulating what happens inside of you what you're thinking, how you're feeling, what you're feeling, the metamorphosis that your mind goes through. And I could even say your worldview goes through, this change that it goes through as you transition from one place to another. And that opens up a window into a whole other subject, a whole bunch of subjects that I want to address in the future. We're talking about mental health, about culture shock, about a loss of purpose, trying to find purpose, maybe looking for an identity that you've never really been able to find and, and latch onto. But that's for later. <laughs> right now, I just wanted to dwell on that for a second. Maybe that in-between space that became one of the most important, impactful moments in my life. And I did that many, many times, traveling from place to place, from home to home, friend to friend, all over the place, different parts of the United States, different parts of Central America, other places in the world. And the third culture individual is different. And I cannot emphasize that enough. And it oftentimes doesn't need emphasizing. Sometimes it's so obvious. It's so obvious that it's embarrassing, that it's difficult sometimes. You don't know how to fit in. Maybe you don't know what to say. You don't know exactly what these people expect of you. And so you create these multiple faces that you put on and you can deal with all sorts of situations because you've learned to make connections with virtually anyone that you meet, no matter how old they are, how different they are from you, you can strike up a conversation with them and 15 minutes later can feel like you were the best friend in the world, that they were your best friend. And it's interesting. I find it so fascinating 
how that develops and how maybe even more importantly, it impacts our development further on in life. So as a young adult going into middle age, how, how that changes and creates and crafts your worldview. And so here's the thing that in all of those differences, sometimes we begin to, we question ourselves, we doubt ourselves, we lose ourselves often. But I wanted to say this as I begin to wrap this up, that the gray areas are where I've found home. It's very rarely been in a specific geographic location. It has had much more to do with the people that I'm with, why I'm there, what we're doing. The mental space that I'm in has become much more important in terms of finding home and about what really matters to me. So I just wanted to say this, that if you're a TCI, if you're anyone who has dealt with massive change in your life over short periods of time, but has done so repeatedly, and it's created a third culture worldview for you, don't just accept the difference, the differences that you present, the mixture of cultures and perspectives and even the different worldviews that you can develop and, and you sort of take on as needed. It's so easy to fight it later on as you get older. It's, I found that I have fought that. I have wrestled with it. I've tried to reject it, tried to be quote unquote normal. And I believe that I'm past that now. I'm in the acceptance phase of saying, you know, this was a great thing, being a third culture, living in this third culture perspective. It's been an amazing thing. I'm seeing the good in it, but I want to go further and I want to encourage you to go further. Don't just accept it, embrace it, because not only is it what makes you different, but the world needs that different. The people around you need that different perspective because how many people have you met? I've met so many people who've never left the state. They've never left their country or wherever it is that they grew up. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. That's fine. But the truth is, is that that's not my story. And maybe that's not your story. And it's okay to not only be different, but to embrace those differences, to embrace the space in between. To me, that has been one of the most liberating things, and I'm just getting started with that. And the fruit of that is actually why I'm trying to tell these stories now. So this is a product of my embracing of those differences, of that different perspective of the different worldview. I wanted to read a quote. Uh, this is from a, a YouTube channel called Metamorphosis 77. And I'm not sure what the author's name is. Uh, it's a gentleman and I can look it up here, but he says this. I just wanted to give at least credit to the channel where I found it. It says this, I don't know which stories are the best, but there is one thing I know for sure. If you are not capable of writing your own story, other people will write it for you. And that's impacted me so much. I need to write my story so many times. And I remember this for years. I just wanted to be anonymous. I didn't want anyone to know who I truly was because it took too much explaining too many stories and people get bored. They leave 
and suddenly it doesn't matter anymore. So you learn to give cliche answers to cliche questions and to move on with your life. But the truth is this, is that we all have stories. We all have a story. We're currently living a story and it's up to us to write that story. Because if I don't write this story, if you don't write your story, someone's going to write it for you how they think it should be written. And often that's not the right story. Oftentimes it's not the story that you want. Oftentimes it's not the best story. And the reality is, is that your story matters because you matter. I matter as individuals, we matter and your story matters.